eight. Tell me First mix I ever did. <laughs> Welcome to Love and Then What? Love and Then What? With your host. Welcome, lovers and friends. I, of course, am your boy, Mr. Everybody. And I am joined today by rapper and producer Shawnee. How you doing, yes, sir? Yes, sir. I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Good, good. And if you can't tell, we're in a new studio with some new colors. I'll probably mess with these colors eventually and change it up. But as of now, this is what it's going to look like. It's nice, man. I got, uh, I got positive vibes the second I walked in. <laughs> Just, you, you know, the lighting, it just... Do you like the green? I like the green. What about the purple? I'm not really sure about the purple yet. It's almost like a light and dark type of situation. Yeah. Like, over there, it's, like, kind of mellow and calm, and over here, it's a little, a little we, dark over there. I have I mean? the green because that's, like, the color of the podcast, only because yeah. my girlfriend's niece, which is basically my niece, mm-hmm. his favorite color is green. Okay. So, I changed the logo to be her favorite color. Uh-huh. Then, right after I changed the logo... She no longer likes green. Does your girlfriend's niece listen to the podcast? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I was going to say. No, 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 no. <laughs> You've heard the podcast. The, ah, that's I, hope I, mean. no, I hope nobody that I know, unless they're like, you know, 20, 18 yeah. and older or whatever it is. Legal age. Legal, legal age, age only go. should listen to this because we do talk about dicks and stuff. The rated R movies are like 17. So yeah. I mean, maybe 17 could be a cutoff, but uh, yeah. that's still a little too. The older I'm getting, man, like I look at people who are like 17 or 18 and it's just... They look like fucking children to me. Like, and they are, but it's just crazy. How old are you? I'm 29. When I was growing up, I remember in high school, I was talking about it's like 17, 18 years old. I remember seeing like 30 year olds. I was like, they are so old. <laughs> and now I'm 31. I'm like, fuck, bro. I'm old as fuck. <laughs> now these like high school kids are like, they look like babies. I know. It's crazy though, because they put like. Specifically, it's like 30 is the age that gets used when people are like, oh, you're almost 30 or you're... Yeah, when you're in high school, 30 is the age where you go. That's the old age, and like now that I'm about to be it, it's like, I don't know, I don't feel that old. I I feel like I'm in my prime. I still got a lot of time left. Yeah, like girls in high school are like, I'm dating a 21-year-old, a 22-year-old, but then when they're dating like a 30-year-old, you're like, your boyfriend's almost... What's he's like 26? Your boyfriend's almost 30. Yeah, exactly. They get sketchy. So what did you think of the intro song we were talking about before, while it was going? That was crazy. I got to ask you, what uh, what possessed you to put that A Star Is Born song into a hip-hop mix? Well, legally, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, uh, so, I sample shit all the time. So, yeah. I, th- so my idea for the uh, intro was basically, like, you know, the reason the podcast started was I went through a divorce. So. Okay. Like, the two sides of love. So, that's, like, the super lovey-dovey side that everybody puts out there on Instagram and stuff. Like, yeah. I love my boyfriend. I love this, that, and the other. And then the people screaming is, like, the real raw shit. Like, mm-hmm. when you're in a really fucked up relationship, which a lot of people go through, you deal with... I did put a lot of women in there. I'll, I'll go with that. That's definitely... But, but I mean, I'm a guy, so... And there's not a lot of funny guy screams. But, yeah, I just basically... I set, I got a bunch of audio clips, and I went with that song... And me and Robbie mixed them all together, and he yeah. did all the beats and stuff. I don't know how to do beats, but uh-huh. that was one of the first things I did. I fucking I like the intro a lot. Uh, so do I, man. It's definitely tight. Thank you, thank you. So, what does the E stand for in Sean E? Uh, it's actually just like like Shawnee. Okay. And uh, 
Well, for two reasons. Like, my, my mom used to call me growing up. Like, that was, like, a nickname that my parents gave me. So I would I have some attachment to it because of that. And, like, the E, the way I put it that like that, I'm a fan of, like, all different genres of music. And I play the guitar and shit. And when I was, like, 17 or 18, I got really into maybe 16. I got really into this guitar player named Jake E. Lee. He played with uh, Ozzy Osbourne in the okay. 80s. And the, his name was Jakey, like J-A-K-E-Y, and mm. he spelled it Jake E. Lee. And I just kind of blatantly ripped that off and put them two together, and there we go, man. Sean E. Mm. Yeah, like Robbie, the guy who owns the studio. Uh-huh. He tried to go with Rob for, like, he, as kids, I called him Robbie. And I, yeah. I've, I'm the only person I call him Robbie throughout his whole life, basically, because mm-hmm. I grew up with him. And ever since, like, I started the podcast, now everybody hears me saying Robbie, so everyone calls him Robbie. And it's like, like it. <laughs> he just ex- kind of accepts that at first. He's like, dude, just call me Rob. People yeah. are, like, people, people, it was like, it's like a little kid thing. I don't know why people think that is, like, why little kids get to be called that, like, Robbie or Sean E. Mm. And then once you become an adult, you're like, I'm Sean or I'm Rob. Yeah, it's almost like it's cute when you're calling them that and they're mm. little kids. And that's like, but I feel the same way because it's like, Someone who has a name, well, I don't know, because, like, the name Jim specifically, mm. like, you call him, that's Jimmy right there. Like, mm. everyone I've known that is named Jim, I've called Jimmy, so I feel the same way. Like, it, just, just go with the full name. You're Robbie. Yeah. That, that's what you are. That's what you are. I don't, somebody called, well, somebody called me Justy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's got to fit. It's got to be, like, a nickname that's actually there. You know what I mean? It can't just be. Yeah, I mean. My last name's Judge, so growing up, a lot of people call me Judgy. Girl, mostly girls. You get JJ growing up? There, people have always tried to call me JJ once they figure out my full name. Yeah. But there was a kid in high school, middle school, whose name was already JJ, uh-huh. and I didn't really like the guy, so <laughs> I never... Don't, don't want to be associated I don't want to be associated with that, with that JJ. No, but, absolutely not. But I'm, as an adult, of like, I don't know. I just always say, I, I don't like that. And nobody ever calls me like after the first time, unless they're being yeah. an asshole, so... Well, Justin's kind of a name where there isn't, like, any... Same with Sean. Like, there isn't really any shortening or anything mm-hmm. you can do. It. It's just... It's Justin. But every time I say my name on the phone, I get Jason, Josh. I get every name besides Justin, but the way I do it is I say Justin like Timberlake, Judge like Joe Brown. Not like Judy, don't forget it. Or solid references <laughs> to you, solid references. But when you're talking to people... Like, my job's, like, talking to people from different countries, so... When I say Justin like Timberlake, they kind of get it. But when I go Joe, Judge Joe Brown, they have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> How do you not know Judge Joe Brown? I mean, come on. Is he even still on TV? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he ran or he was like a mayor or he ran for Senate or something political. And I don't know if he won, but uh, I don't know if he's on TV. By the way, I want to just say I appreciate the fact that you have two beers here and that you're drinking with me. Because a lot of times, this is the first time I've had just two white guys on the show besides me and Robbie. Two white guys. Two white guys. Hey. Just, just, just being white guys, just drinking beers. I play guitar too, by the way, for cool man. For only, how long have you been playing guitar for? Uh, it depends. I got a guitar when I was probably sixteen, or yeah, probably sixteen. But I, there's been years that I didn't even touch it at all, really. Mm. So I don't know, probably like seven or eight years, something like that. If I were to really put it in like that, yeah, I learned for about a year straight. Are your fingers short and stubby like mine? No, I have small hands. Uh, well, short and stubby. I mean, but yours are skinnier. Yeah, I got skinny. So I'm easy so to kind of the the fat on this finger always yeah. fucks me up. And I le- I learned it for about a year, right? I started learning that I met my ex called the whore on the show, 
I meant the I, whore. I can't refer to her as that, if you don't mind. You can call her whatever you want. I'm not going to call her anything at all. She, <laughs> she clearly is someone you don't like. So Yeah, but so I, I learned a song for like, like every day. I was like, hey, what's your favorite song? And I can't remember the name of the song, but she said, I like this song. It's very romantic, Justin. Yeah. So I learned a song for like three, three months straight. I figured out how to sing, do it, and play, yeah. which is almost impossible. It's really hard when you first learn. Oh, yeah, dude. It's really, really hard to do both. Yeah. And I finally learned it. And I start the open, like, open couple chords. She goes, oh, this is me and my ex's song. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, can you call her that? You were sitting <laughs> She heard me practice, and I paid somebody to teach me. I went to a, uh, George's Music, I think it was. I what, in Springfield? Yeah, to learn how to play. Every like every other day, I was paying money to go learn this song oh for Oh, my God, dude. And she heard me practice it in the apartment, all these things. You're sitting there, like, a month and a half of your time, dedicating and putting so much effort yeah. into this, fucking getting mad and screaming, like, damn it, why can't I do this? Yeah, like, fucking stupid fingers. Yeah, fuck you, fingers. <laughs> you suck. And go from that and to hear that comment, I, I don't know how you just didn't break your guitar immediately over her head. No, I'm kidding. That's so, so now, can we call her the whore? Uh, sure. That, that, that was, <laughs> that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. I agree. So what other instruments do you play? Uh, well, I, I dabble in, I guess, a little bit of everything. I mean, I make beats, so, like, I do drums, and I can play, like, actual drums a little bit, but I would not consider myself a drummer at all, but I do do my own drums when I'm making beats, and I play the piano a little bit, mm. and uh, I got to get a bass guitar. I really want to get in a bass so bad. Why, though? Why do I want to? Just to... Kind of full out my production. I want to be able to like a lot of the, some of the bass VSTs that I use when mm-hmm. I'm making beats are not the way I'd like them to sound. I want a natural, mm-hmm. real sounding bass, and so really for that. And I mean, I just love the bass guitar. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fucking, it's the heart of the music right there, man. Well, I guess as a like a rap producer, would you say you mostly produce rap? Yeah, I guess that'd be. The crux of rap music is the bass. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, th- there's iconic bass lines throughout all of hip-hop. And just even in general, I just love it. And, you know, I listen to music, and there's times I get into it, and I'll just focus on a single instrument. And there's something about the bass guitar, man. It just fucking drives the whole song. Mm-hmm. And so for that, I really want to get into it. But I should probably, like just get better at the instruments that I currently play as opposed to that's a problem that I've always had. Like I would play guitar and then it's like, all right, well I want to play piano now. And then I'll dabble a little bit on that and then dabble a little bit on the guitar as opposed to, you know, spending six, eight hours fucking around on the guitar Mm -hmm. and getting really good at it. The the Beatles, you said when they would tour a lot, there'd be so many people screaming, so many screaming girls that, they turned out to not be such great musicians because they weren't even trying. Yeah. They didn't even have to. They just kind of had to go, I love you all the time, babe. <laughs> those songs at the beginning, I like a lot of them. I like a lot of the Beatles music, but those beginning, like, early 60 ones that are exactly like that are just... <laughs> what's, right. your, what's your favorite and least favorite Beatles song? Uh, favorite would probably be maybe A Day in the Life I like a lot. Um, probably a day in the life I'd go with and least favorite. Probably dr- drive my car, right? Uh, Maybe we can go real far. Well, that's just Paul McCartney. I don't think that's all. Baby, the- I love you. <laughs> that's his da-da, new stuff. Da-da. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah, that yeah. from the James Corden show, right? Is that oh, the only? Fuck no, I don't want James Corden. You never saw the um where they did the car- carpool karaoke with I've, that? I have. Oh, him and Paul McCartney yeah. did it. I can't remember it though. Oh, I, I did see that they did it together. That was a good one. That one and Stevie Wonder are like my top two favorite. Yeah, Stevie th- Wonder on there. It's like one of his first ones, and he like cries during. The, he's like, I can't believe I'm sitting here with Stevie yeah, Wonder. Yeah, I would probably do the same thing. I mean, Stevie fucking Wonder. Paul McCartney. I mean, I would. I'd probably. Yeah, cry. it's the same exact thing. They it, go back to like uh, what what was uh Abbey Road? They go back to there and all the. I mean, Jesus Christ, my, my girl cries like if she sees a Beatle do anything, she cries. Yeah, like she grew up with it, so. That she cried during the whole thing. We watched a movie yesterday. By the way, I think that's their best song. Yesterday, the best. I think that's the best written song, but I think their best like performed ones either "Hey Jude" or "Twist and Shout." Yeah, just because "Twist and Shout" is just like so fucking. Yeah, and "Hey Jude" is a fucking iconic song. Yeah, that's just. But yeah, yesterday, like, like that could make me cry on a certain day. I haven't cried in a long time, but like. I start to feel emotional when I listen to that song. I'm like, oh, Jesus, this one really fucks me up. Yeah. Do you have any songs that are like that where it really makes you sad? Yeah. Actually. Let me drink my Jack. <laughs> as I unload my feelings <laughs> to the viewing public. Um, yeah, specifically, Led Zeppelin, No Quarter, live at Madison Square Garden, 1973. There is a guitar solo that Jimmy Page does. And I was getting real into it. And around that time I was getting into it, a friend of mine passed. So I kind of like connected the two. And Mm -hmm. even to this day, if I listen to it, it just, I won't necessarily cry listening to it, but it just brings up crazy emotion that I got to kind of, you know, uh, flex my muscle or something. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, (laughs) come on now. I'm cool, bro. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) Have you made a sad (laughs) song like that? Like... Well, I mean, most of the lyrics, I most of my lyrics, man. Like, if people were to really like dig into them, or are, are kind of disturbing. Like, because mm-hmm. I'm just talking about a lot of, I don't know. I guess personal issues would be the way to word it that I go through. And uh, but I try not to make too many songs that are specifically sad. Like one of the things I like doing the most with music is taking, like, something really upbeat and positive, and even the flow and cadence that I'm going with is positive, but the lyrics that I'm talking about are dark as shit. And I have a lot of songs like that where I'm just... It's a really just feel-good song, and you can get along with it, and I'm talking about, like, alcohol addiction and shit like that. So it's it's pretty heavy, but, I mean, I don't know. I've made some... I, I wouldn't necessarily consider them sad songs, but, uh... I've definitely made some that are kind of deep and, mm-hmm. and have meaning to them, but I try not to make, like, like with rap, it's kind of hard. Like, I don't know if sad would be the word that I would use when it comes to, like, at least with the type of rap that I make, like, I don't do, like, a lot of melodies and singing and shit like that, because you can make sad songs doing, you know, shit like that, like XXX Tentacion and Trippy Red and all those guys. But, uh, nah, man, I, I try to keep it positive. Yeah, I try yeah. to keep it, uh, I try to hide my negativity under, uh, a really upbeat production and, uh, a voice that I'm projecting. It's like, yeah, everything's great, but mm. I'm talking about, like, you know. So you brought up a few rappers. Do you, are you more into, like, older rap? So I'm guessing you grew up with, like, 2000s. 
mid two thousands rap kind of, or are you more into what people consider mumble rap? Like, what what do you think? Well, I mean, I I grew up with, you know, the Jay Z's and Ludacris's and Eminem's and Nas's and the Locks and DMX and artists like that, and I still listen to them to this day. But you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of artists out now that I like. I mean, you could bring up someone like Kendrick, who's current, and he mm-hmm. makes really good music. Someone like Drake, who I like, who makes good music. Some, you know, J. Cole, the big three that everybody brings up. But there's a lot of other talented rappers out there, especially, like, because I'm a rapper myself, and I get on, like, Twitter and shit, and I look for... You know, I, I, I'm out there, and I'm seeing artists who are independent, and they're making moves, and... I'm, like, learning from them. I'm watching what they're doing and seeing if I can implement anything myself to push myself forward. So I see a lot of, like, underground rappers who are really, really talented. Mm -hmm. And I fuck with them a lot. But, I mean, there's a lot of, I guess, what would be considered mumble rap that Mm -hmm. I fuck with, too. I mean, there's a couple artists that get, like, mumble rap raps Mm -hmm. that really have bars like a guy like 21 savage who originally got like this mumble rap type of label a man can fucking rap Mm -hmm. and a lot of them really can so but some of it's garbage i mean let's be honest like some of it is just complete garbage that i'm not really into and you know you do you if you're making money i got nothing against it i'm in no position to be like hey don't do that Mm -hmm. it just isn't for me i i don't have any like hatred towards or any Like, if I'm not into some, especially the older I've gotten, like, I see people who go on YouTube and go on, like, tirades and comments and shit, and I'm just like, dude, like, if you don't like something, just keep it pushing. Like, don't even listen to it again. You don't need it in your life. Like, why on God's green earth are you writing this entire fucking novel out on YouTube into the space when you can just keep it moving? Like, that's that's what I do. You you should see something... So you saw Mara's episode, right? I did, yeah. You should see some of the comments, not on YouTube, but like Instagram, TikTok specifically. Jesus Christ, she got lit the fuck up. Every time she comes on, she, she gets got lit. lit up? For what? Everything, anything a girl says, people get mad about. I think half of them are like Russian bots that are just trying to <laughs> sow disinformation and get all Americans mad at Which each other. Which is like half of the internet at yeah. this point. Yeah, half of it's just bullshit. But Jesus, every time we have a girl on here, it's always so, like, misogynistic and just fucking me. Especially, uh, I don't know, just some comments. I'm like, I don't ever read the comments, but when Mara started responding to the comments on TikTok, like, I don't, I'll get, like, a bunch of comments a day. Like, yeah. her video got, like, one of them got, like, almost 600,000 views on TikTok. So, there was just nonstop comments. Shout out to you, Mara. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. But, um, this is her hat, too. Anyway, so, um, I started to see her comment back. So, I was like, oh, let me see. People were just like, because she said she had it common to her third boyfriend and people, or third guy she had sex with, and people didn't understand that. So was which, it was it dudes commenting on it, or was it like Yeah, women? and then girls were normally more supportive, like, yeah, I didn't either. Which I guess guys can't understand that you don't come every and time. Th- that's not the first time I've heard that from yeah. someone. Like, that's a yeah, pretty that's, normal that's thing. pretty normal not to come all the time for girls, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And if I get my girl there like two out of three times or one out of three times, I think it's, it's still a pretty good percentage. We're batting like what? 350? We're pretty fucking... 333? In baseball, that's, we're, we're bro, fucking killing it. That's like MVP type numbers. Barry Bond. 
Knocking the pussy well, out. I don't know, man. Barry Bonds was smacking him every time. So maybe, like, a, <laughs> you can get a Bryce Harper. I mean, you got the beard like Bryce. You can go with that. Beards matter. Yeah, man. He won MVP last year. <laughs> so there, you were speaking about a lot of different rappers. What sets you apart or what makes you different than other rappers that are already out there? Because it's such a crowded field. I don't know. I mean, I think... Maybe personality-wise, like, some of the the lines that I'm able to come up with are, are pretty funny in my eyes. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think I put a sense of humor out into my music, which not that people aren't capable of doing, but a lot of people don't do, like, especially in rap, you know, which is a real bravado type of mm-hmm. music. So, but I can be goofy. I mean, I can just do... And I'm going to come off sounding like a total douche when I say this, but it's like I can do anything when it comes to writing. Like, I can do the old school boom bap type of beat and, you know, go crazy with bars and destroy that. Or I can do something new that's like a trap beat and go over that. I can, you know, I don't have the greatest voice, but I'm capable of singing melodies and writing hooks that I think are pretty decent. So, I don't know. I just think I'm like a complete package if I really wanted to be. Mm-hmm. So, so with your different kind of writing style where you said humor, what's like your uh, three favorite rappers of all time? Hmm. Where are you ranking Lil Dicky? Yo, Lil Dicky has bars, man. <laughs> I think he's like the most forgotten about musician in the past 20, like not 20 years. He's been out for like 10 years. He's fucking really, really good. I wouldn't say that I have humor on the level of Lil Dicky's, but Lil Dicky can, excuse me, Lil Dicky can definitely rap, man. Um, if I had to pick three, I mean, probably, I'm going to want to change this immediately when I see this back, man. <laughs> Because it's like, it's crazy, like, I, I don't necessarily think that I have, like, a favorite rapper because I'll go into moods where I'll listen to, like, I'll turn on Biggie and I'll listen to songs of his and I'll be like, this was, like, the greatest rapper of all yeah. time. And then I'll go back and I'll listen to someone else and I'll be like, dude, th- this dude's, like, the greatest rapper ever. But if I had to name three, probably Kiss. Jay-Z, I got to throw Jay on there. He's overrated. Oh, my God, you're out of your mind. He's overrated. No. Jay to kiss Jay-Z and... Uh, Don't do this. I'm throw a big pun on there. No. no Eminem. Eminem's top five. He's in that top five. See, he's my number one. And I I put Little Dicky there because of how creative he is. And how different he is than rap nowadays. I think of him more of like the old school hip hop style where it's like fun and it's not so much bravado. It's just about having fun and showing how good you are yeah. at doing this craft. There's not all the anger. I mean, as a white guy, I just relate yeah, to him. Like, he's a talented dude. I mean, he, you know, wrote and produced the show that he put out. He's, did you watch it? I watched the first season. First season's was, really good. I didn't peep the second one, but... Uh, it's not as good, but it's still... You should still watch it. I'll still go back and listen to the uh, the freestyle that he did at the end of the, the season finale one that oh. he did on season one. Well, he's up at the Breakfast Club, 
<laughs> oh yeah, no, that show's funny. He thinks he comes up with like this brilliant master song, and it's about like him getting raped in prison or yeah. some shit like that. that. See, I have as like most white guys growing up when we grew up because of Jackass. Like, gay stuff's kind of funny to us, right? It is. I went to an all-guys Catholic school uh, for high school, yeah, too. So, so I mean, super, super funny to us. Pause. And <laughs> Real quick. And, uh, like, that music video made me uncomfortable. I, but I think that was the point. Like, like certain stuff that I think is funny, like, some gay stuff I think is funny. Like, you know, just, like, normal, like, bros being bros, right? Brown but down. when he was, like, kissing the guy on the neck and the stomach, I was like, I don't like this. This is too gay for me. It's gotten too real. <laughs> Way too real. And my girl is like, people are going to think you're gay with your jokes. I'm like, it's supposed to be funny. Like, you don't get it. <laughs> you don't get it. You're a chick. Women, man. No, but she's fucking awesome. Like, she likes CKY. One of the first, you let, you know CKY. That was with yeah. Van Margera back in the day. Yeah. And that was one of the first things we watched together was CKY. And I was like, she can get down with CKY. Well, like on YouTube or do you have like yeah, YouTube. shit? Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, like we had sex to CKY. I was like, if high school me or middle school me knew this was going to happen, that I was going to have sex to CKY one day, <laughs> like what are the chances? I don't think I've ever, uh, I'm trying to think if there was like a ridiculous movie or show on when I was having sex at some point. I'm oh, trying dude. to think of one. Are you in a relationship now? No. What's like your longest relationship? Almost five years. Damn, when did that end? <laughs> Pretty recently. Really? Yeah, like probably eight, nine months ago. And that's recent for five years, yeah. Yeah. How did it end? Hmm. I had a feeling we were going to be talking about <laughs> this. I had a feeling. We just grew apart. Like, mm. we just, you know, I think that uh, I was personally kind of focused on music and not furthering our relationship to, you know, this. Different levels, you know what I mean? And I was kind of preoccupied for a while. And I also wasn't the greatest, to be honest. You know, like, I made some mistakes. Mm. And there were times that I probably should have acted differently. And, you know, it is what it is. It's not like... It sucks because, like, I still got a lot of love for the girl who, like, people will see this. And Mm -hmm. I still got a lot of love for her. Like, she was there for me. And really, really difficult moments in my life, like my mom passed and shit, and a lot of other personal things that took place that she was there and she rode for me. And with that, even if there wasn't more, but that alone, I'm always going to respect her and have love for her. But, like, she's a great person. Like, she Mm. didn't do anything malicious to me or really fuck me over. It just kind of, just, it wasn't going good, man. We. did she give you, like, an ultimatum, like, stop the music or... Nah. Nah, it just, uh... It wasn't there anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it just wasn't there anymore. Would she say the same thing if I asked her? It, she would probably say what I just said, yes. Okay. That, that it wasn't there anymore. Yeah. My dad... It, it wasn't my decision. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, uh... Sucks, man. <laughs> uh, dude... Talk about, I had a fucking, I was married at one point, right? And less than a year, so I'm a statistic. And she always talks shit on her family because they all got divorced because they cheated. Yeah. And, uh, <sighs> fucking bitch. And then she wound up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Crack whore. It open. Crack it open. Crack it another high noon. She'll be a sponsor. And, um, Shout out to high noon. As I'm well, holding. Drinking Jack Daniels. She'll Jack, be a sponsor. Jack and Cola. <laughs> sponsor as well. 
But yeah, she just fucking dirty bitch, man. She just did everything that she said she wanted. You know what I mean? She just changed up so fast, and I devoted like everything to her. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, how? What's like your writing style like for music? Because currently with the podcast, like I try not to talk about the podcast with my girlfriend. Because it takes away from, like, us talking about normal shit. Yeah. Even though I'm passionate and I enjoy doing this, I try not to, like, in the bedroom, I try to have a rule in my head where I don't bring up the podcast. Yeah. Like, was your, like, sporadic? Because when I have an idea, I t- I'm like, shh, shh, hold on, hold on. I have to th- think of something. And I'm, like, texting myself the idea yeah. so I remember it. What was your, like, what's your style like? Well, I mean, when, it just, it, like you said, it's sporadic. Like, Say, all right, say, like, I'm sitting there and I'm trying to make a beat. Mm-hmm. And I find a sample that I really like. And I chop it up. And I'll have, like, a little loop that I really am into. Excuse me. And I'll just sit there and run over that. And I'll try to think of lines right then. And if I can think of shit then, I'll keep it going with that. And then I'll keep that beat in the back of my head for however long it takes. And most of the times I'll even take like a little video so I can continuously play it or just play it a couple times and have it in my head. And I'll think of shit throughout the day. Like, I mean, like you said, think shit in the shower. Like I'm sitting there walking my dog and I think of, I try to write stuff. You know, I'm sitting out back with my dog. I try to write stuff when I'm driving. I try to write stuff. I put beats on and freestyle. Really, whenever, I mean, when I'm at work, when mm. I should be thinking about work, I'm fucking thinking about rhymes. It's just... What do you do? Like, you don't have to say where you work. Like, what kind of job do you have is, like, a nine-to-five? I fix appliances. <laughs> like, air conditioners or, like, like microwaves? F- like, fridges and washers. You and guys are so fucking expensive. They <laughs> <laughs> got nothing to do with me. <laughs> like, I remember... Nah, they're ridiculous, though, yo. I'll tell you, man, like, I... I do a lot of work in really, like, rich areas. Mm-hmm. And some of these, you know, some of the equipment that these people have is absurd. Like, $15,000 fridges and mm. $20,000 ovens and shit like that. I was in a house in Wayne, and it was literally a fucking castle. And out of curiosity, I was just like, dude, I gotta look this fucking house up. So yeah. I looked it up on, like, Zillow. It was an $11 million house, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Why am I here? Yeah, and it fixed. All right, so I don't think I'm going to get in trouble. No, I'm not giving anything. Fuck it. Um, It was this dude's house, and this is when I know, like, all right, this dude has serious fucking money. We walked upstairs. There was, like, a room and then a personal gym, which was, like, the size of a fucking Planet Fitness. Like, this dude had to have a half a million dollars worth of workout equi- exercise equipment mm-hmm. in there. And then right when you walk out of there, there's a fucking massage room. This giant room with a massage table sitting in the middle and all this Was there other a hole shit. in the middle missing? There was. I was looking for <laughs> For it. a milk and table? No, nah, he was... <laughs> <laughs> There's no milking underneath the oh, table. Oh, what a waste of a table, huh? I, I agree. Like, I, I honestly, what, I went up and I made sure he didn't, like, you know, secure it and, like, put the put the little piece back in milking there. Milking table would be crazy. Nah, there, there was no milking table there. But uh, I don't know. He probably gets it in there. Who knows? I mean. For an $11 million house, he gets pussy wherever he wants. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jeez. Some people, my dad, uh, he installs, like, carpet. Yeah. And he goes in some houses where 
like he'll be like one guy worked for the Eagles, like he was like some VP or like it was. He just goes in crazy houses, and I've worked with him a couple times. And I've been in these houses. I'm like, dude, what do you? It's those I, houses I, you I, drive by. You're like, what do I have to do to afford a house like this? Like. Do I have to like beat your dick like once a day for like a year and then you give me this house? Like, wh- I think about it every time. I just immediately am just like, what the fuck do you do? Like, yeah. how did you, where did your life, how did you end up here? Like, what is it that took place in your life that, and you know, obviously it's like well-educated people who got good jobs. <laughs> but I think like those, I don't even know what you could do. Like at the highest level of like, my brain is like, you're making $100,000 a year, right? Yeah. But there's people that just make millions of dollars. And what do you do, bro? Fucking lawyers, I guess. And, like, people who like, work in insurance. And- like they're fucking... They just found a loophole or their family's been rich forever. Yeah, there's also a lot of that, I would imagine. Like, oh, man. Like, to be a best friend with one of those kids. Like... Oh, just to be a best, like you meet some guy named Brett. You're like at the at the bar, like, hey, what's that up, Brett? Definitely a rich name, yeah. Brett. Yeah, you just meet Brett. You guys just fucking chill. He's like, hey, we're going, we're having a party back at my house. You want to come back? And there's just like you go back there, and he has a mansion with girls and fucking everyone's just like, and then you're like, yo, I will live here and do whatever you say. Literally, fuck my parents. I hate them anyway. They suck. I don't. I don't like them. They suck. <laughs> like, I don't like them. Just I. I would love to live here. Oh, yeah. I don't think. Did it go down? I don't know what just happened. Everything sounds fine to you. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. I just. I think I was just so excited. All the blood was rushing to my <laughs> head that I'm like, I can't imagine living like that rich. Like, what is Brett like on his day to day life? Like, what is Brett's day? Well, I see that too, man. Like, I'm in a lot of these rich houses, and you know, it's you know, women who are in their 40s or 50s, and they have kids who are teenagers, middle teenagers, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, dude, you don't know. It, you have no idea. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't, don't fucking know how lucky you are to grow up like that. But then it's like, I don't know, maybe some of those kids are neglected, so we should feel bad about that. See, but once you get to a certain age, I hate when people like are in their 20s and they're still blaming their childhood for what they're doing now. Like, grow the fuck up. No, nah, I agree. Like, after a certain period of time, just move the fuck on. I think a lot of people should probably seek like professional help because there's a lot of people who are not over whatever childhood trauma that has affected them and it affects like you said they're fucking grown men and i you know i'm guilty of it of certain shit myself so i can't you know i'm the blame as well but i agree with you like that's some shit it's like once you get to a certain point Holding on to that is not going to do anything for you. Like, it's not going to... If you make a decision and you then try to, like, go back on shit that you did in your childhood, it's not going to change a decision you made, like, mm-hmm. at all. So, I'm with you, man. Like, it's... People, so, <laughs> people are fucked up. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. So, go back to your five-year relationship. Were you guys living together? No. Oh, you fucked up lucky, bro. We, we were together all the time, though. I mean, we hung out seven days a week pretty much Mm -hmm. for five years so it was uh as close to living together as you Mm -hmm. probably could be without living together so when did it actually like like when did you realize it was over like i remember (laughs) a month and a half after (laughs) like were you still texting her uh yeah uh, (laughs) like so are you coming over tonight or what's going on or nah it wasn't like that um because i remember my low moment where i was like i was sitting on my chair, right, where she always sat to my left every time. Yeah. I was watching TV, 
I mean, I cried for the first like three or four months straight. Yeah. Right. Like nonstop. And I was trying to drink myself to death. But I remember like still doing for that. a long time, I was like crying. Right. Yeah. And then I was just like, I was watching TV regularly. And then I forgot why I was crying for a while. And I was like, finally like enjoying myself. And then like a song came on that we listened to. Yeah. And I just like sat there and I was just like, so in shock. I was like, I can't fucking believe that happened. Like, what would you, like, I was in my underwear. Like just, what was your moment like? Well, this person was, like, my best friend. Like, I did everything with her. So, Mm -hmm. even to this day, like, it's not like I get sad about it, but, like, I'll see things and I'll get reminded about it. But um, I would constantly, I would constantly get reminded by, uh, of it because I was driving for UPS, like, from, like, September until January, and I would go by Longwood Gardens all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, we would talk about going to Longwood Gardens. So every fucking morning I would go to work and I would just see that. You guys never went? No. And you're like, fuck, if I would have just took her to Longwood <laughs> that Gardens. That would have saved it. That would have <laughs> saved it. That would have been it. I'm about to text it now. <laughs> like, was, was it Longwood? Longwood if I, if I would have said Longwood, would you have stayed with me? <laughs> nah, I mean. I mean, I set up red zones in my mind when I first went through it. What I called red zones were places I want to go that will remind me of her yeah. or that I could possibly see her. Did you do the same thing? Uh, no, not really. I was still delusional for probably like a month and a half and thought that this would re- this relationship would get back together and prosper again. Mm-hmm. And then finally it just got to a point where I just... Because we were like still talking and honestly... I think a lot of that was probably her feeling bad for me and still caring for me as, like, a person and wanting to make sure I'm all right. And there's also the possibility, like, of just habit, like, Mm -hmm. from talking to each other every day for five years. But it was kind of weird. Who did you talk, like, who did you fill that void with? Like, so you would talk to her all the time. Who did that switch to? (laughs) Captain Morgan. (laughs) Every day? Nah, not every day. Um, but, like, nah. you didn't, like, text some... Like, so, say nah, you used to leave work do. and you would call her. Who did you start to call instead? Because you needed to fill that void. I, I really didn't call anyone for a couple months, to be honest with you. Like, there were times that, you know, like, I talked to a few girls and, like, I would be like, yeah, like, I want to take you out. But it was really, like, me drunk and, mm-hmm. like, having this confidence and feeling lonely. Mm-hmm. So for a couple months, I kind of decided, like, I got to sit back a little bit and maybe work on myself and take care of this. I did start talking to another person, but that was very short-lived. Yeah, I mean, I tried. Like, I knew she was cheating, right? So almost immediately, I tried to, like, start talking to girls. Yeah. But, like, when you go from, like, about to try to have kids, like, you're just starting to try. To being a regular person, just were talking. You try, were you trying to have kids? We just started like a few weeks before, right? Jesus, dude. Yeah, and I never wanted kids, and then she talked me into it. Yeah, and then really fucked my brain up. So anyway, so like I would have girls over, and then we get done having sex. I'm like, so do you want kids? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? But I, I said that to someone too. Oh my god, bro! <laughs> right afterwards. Oh man, there in was- person or. No, this was in person. Like, there was a girl that I was talking to afterwards, and she's really great as well. If if you see this, no disrespect to you. But um, this was, like, the first girl that I had talked to since then. And, um, you know, we hung out, and 
and shit got real. Mm-hmm. And because I, I liked her a lot, started hanging out with her, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told her I loved her when I was drunk <sighs> one night, dude. I'm talking like three weeks into knowing this person. But it's because you're so comfortable with that type of conversation with your day to day life for so long that you just you say it even that you don't mean it. You just yeah. you just say it not thinking like this is something I should not say. Yeah, and I, I brought up the kids thing too. I was told that I woke up the next morning and was told like, yeah, so uh two kids, huh? It's <laughs> <was> like what? <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? She's like, oh, that's what you're saying last night. Like, oh, okay. Oh shit. Shit, the first girl I tried I to... meant to tell you I had a vasectomy. My apologies. <laughs> Did you really? No. <laughs> the first girl I tried to have sex with, I couldn't even get a boner. Bro, same here. I had, to, I had to get on Viagra to get my brain, like... When you were 14? No, when I went through my divorce. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I, I can understand that. You I, had a Viagra 14? No, I thought you were saying that. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, first the first girl I tried to... have some Viagra. The first girl I tried to have sex with after the whore. Yeah. Like, I was so emotional. Like, I, I couldn't... You can't... Like, you can't even think about what's happening. Like, yeah. a girl could just sit there and go, ah, it's happening, whatever. Yeah. But a guy, you know, you got to be in the moment. I just wasn't in the moment at all. I mean, yeah, I can imagine, dude. Just like, fucking sucked. Especially when, like, you had sex attached to procreation. So it's like. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. And <laughs> it's pretty like, heavy. When you're like, I will only have sex with this person for the rest of my life, right? Yeah. And then they leave and they're fucking somebody else. You're like. I do like, can I have sex with somebody what, else? What is sex? <laughs> what, what, what the fuck's the I, point? I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> like Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure. To... So let's get back into music, huh? Fuck it, why not? So is there a musician you hate being compared to? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say I hate it, but I don't know. I mean, I would like to not be compared to anyone because at the end of the day... I'm writing my mm. own lyrics. I'm talking about my life and shit like that. But I get the Eminem comparisons quite frequent, and I get Mac Miller comparisons frequent as well. But I'm not really mad at either. I mean, they're both pretty fucking talented dudes, so mm-hmm. whatever. But it does kind of suck because I feel like, did, do I have to be the white guy? Like, <laughs> you have to I be. I have to be compared to, to be. another white guy? Like, right. it's just... But it's all right, man. As some of it, I understand. Like especially with Eminem, I sort of understand. I don't really get it so much now. But like when I was seventeen, eighteen years old, I was very much biting Eminem style completely. Like I was, I almost went like anti, you know, money and cash and mm-hmm. money clothes hoes and all that shit like i went like strongly anti mm-hmm. and i was just talking like violent shit and mm-hmm. like talking about like putting anthrax in a preschool and taping the <laughs> vents and shit like that. icp like, over here yeah like it, 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 <laughs> so i was just completely ripping off eminem in that sense and then uh around like probably like Because I stopped for a while, like, around... I put out, like, a mixtape in 2012, and that got pretty decent traction. I put out a song called Close Your Eyes, and that got, like, 10,000 views on YouTube, and it was, like, locally, at least in my eyes for me, it was blowing up, and Mm -hmm. I was getting a lot of local attention. And after that, I just kind of fell deep into alcohol for a couple of years, and I didn't start really rapping again until... 
2018 and around 2018 mac miller put an album out swimming which i was very heavily influenced by so Mm -hmm. i can understand i definitely made songs that were in like the vein of a mac miller type of song Mm -hmm. but it is what it is i mean i'm gonna get it even if i feel like it sucks i'm gonna get it regardless it's either gonna be m or it's gonna be mac miller it it could be macklemore so i would Mm -hmm. rather not have that (laughs) so as long as i would get the macklemore comparison i'm straight yeah so i've never had a high noon before actually me neither until we went we did a live show during sips at uh top tomato i seen that how was that it's fun yeah yeah we were thinking about doing it more often I i don't know it's just depends on the vibe of the night and it's hard to like get like it's hard to get the music, yeah. You know, muted out while when you, you got also a business going on. Running yeah, right it's not it, it's not easy. And the air didn't work there, so I was pissed. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I tried them. and I actually really liked them. I wish I could get them at all stores, but because Pennsylvania sucks, this is a liquor, so you had to go to a liquor store for this, and it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, change out Pennsylvania. Bunch of fucking Dutch fuckers. Yeah, dude, fuck out of here. Dude, <laughs> literally, fuck the Amish. No, <laughs> I agree, they suck. So, I wanted to play a game. Let's do it. Have you seen the game Don't Look Away? No. You don't know what that is? Oh, I did. Was it you put like a fucked up video on? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be quick at this. <laughs> You're going to be quick to turn away? Oh, my God, yeah. Really? Bro, if you're about to show me someone getting their dick cut off, like, I'm immediately turning around. No, I'm I'm, going to ride it out. I'm going to ride it out. I thought for the first one, I would do, you know, a nice, easy one. Oh, dear God. This is going to be a nice, easy one. So, the name of the game is Don't Look Away. What's going to happen is I'm going to show you a fucked up video on the screen. If you do look away, we'll do a half half year carrying at the chunk. Okay. And the first one's, oh, you can take off your uh, headphones so you can actually hear what's going on. Oh, great. (laughs) I really want the experience, so bring it in. So what's happening right now is there's a man with a huge cyst behind his ear. It's a giant cyst. Dude. See, this is the first one that's non-sexual, which is uh, new to the program. But he has a huge cyst behind his, his ear, and somebody's popping it with a, a <laughs> pin. It looks like, a, oh, there's a little bit of skin coming off, so they're just plucking the area. Trying to open it up. Not a big deal. It is. It's almost as big as his ear. The cyst itself. It looks and like it's a dr- fucking nut, dude. <laughs> oh, look! A little bit of egg yolk coming out. Yeah, a little bit of yellow out. coming out. Do girls love to pop this kind of shit? Imagine having this big of a fucking cyst. Yeah, dude. They see videos of this and they're like, "Oh, satisfying." <laughs> girls are coming to this. As much yellow as is coming out of that is as much white that's coming out of the girl right now. <laughs> look at that cream, baby. Oh, that's not bad, right? Just a little. This is the first like one. A little alien popping out. Yeah. Easy peasy, right? No big deal. What do you think is going to happen? Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't look away. It's so I'm looking. Much, I'm it's looking. so much sis. Oh, my God. Oh. There's a lot of yellow. <laughs> I like the music. So it was like, it's almost like porno music. Like, someone definitely came to this before. Oh, my God. And there's chunks of white in the yellow. And there's some red, a little bit of blood. Oh, a lot of blood now. <laughs> I, it's weird that I like the color. It's like satisfying. Dude, how is all of this coming out of a human being? <laughs> so much yellow. It's so much yellow. Oh, red. And, oh, man. Oh, that was an easy one, right? Uh, that was an easy one. That was easy. That was easy. That was easy. So next one I wanted to get into a little bit of... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. 
Oh wait, I'm sorry. This is the wrong video. You can keep your you can keep your headphones off so you can hear what's going on. So, do you want to give a play by play? I'll give a play by play. Let's right. go. Here we go. Okay, so apparently this is a pornographic movie. Um, there is a guy who is currently being forced to uh, stick his tongue up this woman's ass. Oh my god! What happened? This woman's um. <laughs> she, she's shitting in his mouth. That, what? <laughs> oh dear lord! <laughs> okay, so this dude who has a pair of I'm assuming underwear like halfway on top of his head like this. Oh, look at him pooping his oh, mouth! Oh dear god! Dude. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, she's like making fun of him with Bro, his little. Like, how are you gonna do? Like, <laughs> oh, she's like cuckolding him. Oh, yeah, man. but but okay. he's also eating the shit, dude. What in the fuck? Oh, when's the last time you ate some shit? I, never. Man. <laughs> when, I, when I was in the when I was in the womb, probably that was the what's, last what's, time. On, what's on his dick? There's like a it's cage like a on chastity his chastity belt. They put like cages on their dick. It's it, weird. It, yeah, dude. It's like so you can't get a boner. But what like if you, what if you do get a boner? Like what what's it, gonna I don't think you can break a metal cage with your oh dick. Oh my god! He's got poop all over his mouth. He's just... Oh man, that was a. What do you think of that video? Can you send me the link? <laughs> I, I I have something I want to I want to do later. All right, last one. It's the only well, I we actually haven't watched this one yet, but it's a something I'm into, kind of you know, a little anal prolapse. You know what a prolapse oh, is? Oh dear God, dude, I'm gonna turn away immediately from this. Yes, I do. You ready for it? All right, give him play-by-play. What's happening? Nah. <laughs> there's two, there's two prolapse anuses touching each other. There's two butts next to each other, but they're like four or five inches apart, and their prolapse anuses are Jeez. sitting outside. <laughs> the one girl on the left's not bad looking, but her anus is out. I mean, oh, and she's, this one girl's like blowing the other older lady. Oh my God, what the fuck is that? She, what is that? That's, it's... Her whole outside, or her whole inside like, is outside. Entire <laughs> Look at it, she's fucking her. <gasps> oh my god! What in the? She pulled her whole. She pulled her whole. You missed it. She pulled it all the way out. She pulled it all the oh way out. Oh My lord, dude. This is gonna be. This is something that. Ah. Oh. This is something I never I thought. I, I gotta keep saying what's going on. This is something oh I... Oh, my God, dude. She has one glove on her right hand holding the prolapse. Hey, the left one's wide open. She said no condom for the left one. <laughs> Bro, I never thought I would see that. I need to keep that video saved. That's my favorites. That's a fucking good one. What do you think about that? You can put your headphones on again if you want, but... Uh, what do you think about the, the prolapse anus? You want to... You I, I think I'm going to leave, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're good? You know what? I enjoyed. Thank you for having me, Justin. <laughs> I gotta go, dude. What in the absolute fuck? Now, what would you be more into doing? The eating the poop or rubbing on the prolapse anus? Blowing my brains out on on <laughs> on question. If there's a third option, Colt forty five. But you missed it where she pulled the whole thing out. I seen it first, dude. It, it looked like a fucking dodo. Like it was. I don't, like, I don't know how she's still alive. Like she pulled. Like 
it detached from the whole her whole body. How do you? What is the? What is the after effect of that video when the director goes cut? I don't think there's a director. I, I just think there's <laughs> a doctor. Hopefully. There's one guy just crying in the corner with his iPhone. Just <laughs> please don't make me do this, dude. That, yeah, that one was fucked up, huh? Yeah, dude. That I, I think that was the most fucked up one I've seen. That may be one of the most fucked, maybe the most fucked up video I've ever seen. Maybe, but then it, like, yeah. I mean, there was like the BBW Pain Olympics. Do you remember that? Uh, BME Pain Olympics. Or BME Pain Olympics. Yeah, yeah, the quality is not so good anymore. Now that no. you watch, I've tr- I've showed it on here, and you really can't tell what they're doing in yeah. compare. You go from 4K to that. You can't. Yeah. You can't even tell that they're stalling their dick off, but. Pulling your whole anus out of your body is, yeah, that's uh, it's pretty heavy. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, they're getting paid extra. I mean, you know, I don't think you make that much money off of porn. Nah, man, I've read and heard that the industry is fucking really bad. Yeah, but that who's the Middle Eastern girl that uh, Mia, uh, Mia Khalifa. Yeah, she made money afterwards, not in it. Yeah, because she did like a podcast with fucking Gilbert Arenas, basketball yeah. player. I mean, she. They cut up her scenes. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you see the video of her with the mask? What do you mean the mask? Look that up if you want to see Gro's video. She had a mask on like during COVID, and you know, cause uh-huh. her dog took a shit outside. She picked it up with the mask. Mia Khalifa. Mia Khalifa picked it up with the mask, threw it in a garbage can that was right near there. And then strap the mask back on her face. Mia Khalifa? Mia Khalifa with the beautiful tits. Great. Probably the best tits in the world. Solid pair. I don't know. Selma Hayek probably has the best tits in the world. She used to, yeah. Used to? Come on, man. I don't know know if she still has. I mean, in a movie, they can make her look whatever they. That is very true. I think she has a mustache probably on most days. She probably does. Really gorgeous, though. Shout out to Selma Hayek. (laughs) If Selma Hayek sees this. Would Shout you, out to you. Would you prolapse her anus? Nah, man. It's probably like the most glorious and pristine butthole that yeah. you can possibly find. So you, you got to take care of that, man. Oh, by the way, how would you how would you describe prolapse anuses for people that are listening? They don't know what just happened. As if your insides just came directly out of your ass. It's like a red elephant trunk almost. Yes. And it's just your what's inside of you comes outside of you. And you've never seen it before. You can Google it if you want, but I think if you want to watch the good shit, you should come along with them. And then you can see something that will scar you probably for the rest of your life. I absolutely agree. And uh, I'll be honest with you. Later on, when I get home, I'll be checking that video out, <laughs> I'll be checking that out. Bro, I don't even watch porn anymore since I started playing this game. Like, I can't even get into it anymore. Because <laughs> you just think of prolapsed anuses yeah, every and, time. And I don't even, like, I don't enjoy, like, researching this game. I wish somebody would just send me these videos <laughs> so I didn't have to, like, destroy my fragile mind. Yeah. Because I'm pretty vanilla in the bedroom outside of this. Yeah. I mean, my, my new girl, not my new girl, my girl that I've been with for, like, two and a half years. Mm. Has me trying more things that I've ever tried before. Well, I've seen you on an Instagram video with uh, clamps on your nipples, so that was uh, dude. I wish it was. I wish you a sponsor. <laughs> um, she wasn't a sponsor. It's Erotic Boudoir, and we do have uh, what do you call it? A promo code for them. So okay. if you spend twenty five dollars or more, you get ten percent off using Love and Them. What is a promo code cool. on Bo- Erotic Boudoir? But yeah, that one was uh, that video. It's funny to try to set up nipple clamps. In a funny way, when you don't like nipple clamps, were they and painful? 
I have very sensitive nipples. So if you guys haven't seen the video, go check it out. But my arms are like tied up behind me. I have like, uh, what do you call it? Like a blinder on my eyes. <laughs> and then I have nipple clamps on. And I do not like nipple clamps. I'm cool with like a little bit of nipple play, but I have very sensitive nipples. Not a fan of nipple play. I don't really, you know. Eh, my girl sucks my nipples. It's cool with me. Is it? Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, it feels good? Yeah. Cool. Like, it gets me going. Like, my ears get me going a lot. Oh, the ears are that. Like a, a moan or a lick. I, yeah, exactly. You get the chills just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, like that. If you want to, be, if you want me to come in two minutes, that's how. You, that's how you can get me to do <laughs> you it. You want to get me out of there quick? <laughs> Head for the ears. I I've always said that. I was like, if I'm not, if I'm not, fuck, if I'm too drunk and I'm not staying to attention, just yeah. put the ears a little bit. Doesn't always work, but it's a pretty good get into sol- gel. It's a for- solid move to to use on women too. I mean, the neck, the ears, yeah. That's the spot. Nipples are good. Uh, le- kissing the legs are good. Yeah. Shout out to nipples. <laughs> Should be a sponsor, nipples. Good up for nipples. <laughs> we, all, we all love nipples. Congratulations, nipples. Any size, any prize, baby. We love them all. <laughs> so I'm guessing you've seen the next game I have an idea of. I've had an idea for. It's called Plead the Fifth. you have any idea what that is? Um, I know what pleading the fifth is, but I am not aware of what this game is. Oh, I'm sorry. I always forget to turn the audio the audio back on after watching court. Is that just your honor in the court? You'll. This is I another. I plead the fifth. This is another. Uh, I plead the fifth. That's gonna come up. Why can't I? Five. One, two, three, four. That's gonna come up on this. You already know what's gonna happen. The defendant is not guilty. You're the one who's guilty. Call the first witness. Swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. The name of the game is Plead the Fifth. What's going to happen is I'm going to ask you five questions during this game. You can plead the fifth once and only once. But if you do plead the fifth, you have to chug a whole high noon. Oh, dear Lord. If you do not <clears throat> plead the fifth, I want to chug a whole high noon. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Question one. What is the, z- the last sexual position you came in? Uh, <laughs> getting head? <laughs> See, guys always say they don't come from that. I think it's bullshit. I think they're lying. Uh, no, I don't know how you, you can't. I mean. Unless the worst person ever sucking their dick every time. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, tell her to just add a little hand in there if it's not feeling good. You know? Yeah. Do you, do, do you like, do you like when they press on the taint? Are you a taint no, guy? No, I want no taint. Stay away from my fucking ass. I'm not into none of that, dude. You never like, got a finger up the butt or anything? No, I don't want to finger up the butt. What about a little tongue? I, I'm not into that either because it's like, bro, there is no manly way to possibly do that. You're either what? Like, pulling your legs up to your fucking head. Like, there's a viral video going around now. It's some girl who has, like, her legs up and she's, like, clicking them here and this guy's, like, acting like he's, like, fucking his phone. So you're either putting your legs up, like, to your shoulders or what? Like, you're on all fours? Like, that's... See, we've had so many girls on here where they all say they, 
they eat us and they've done all the, like, the stuff. And one of the first times I heard about this was actually an episode I had to delete. But the reason I had to delete it was this girl was in the military and she talked about doing oh, drugs shit. and all yeah. kinds of stuff. And that's before I had this waiver to sign. Yeah. So now we have people sign waivers. Anyway, so she talked about how the first time she was ever asked about doing it, like she didn't even know that she was going to be doing it. How can you even approach But the guy, that? she said the guy put her his legs up like a baby trying to get like his diaper changed. And then she stuck a beer bottle up his ass. What? <laughs> With the cap on? No, no, I think it was empty at this time. Twist off. Was it twist off? <laughs> oh my God, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, how can... Hearing those... Like, I, I can't even imagine the words like, yeah, baby, uh... You think about licking my ass real quick? Like, no, dude. Like, absolutely not. Stay away. <laughs> Question two. What is the biggest lie you ever told your ex? <laughs> that I'm a good person. <laughs> You're not a good person? No, I'm not great. <laughs> Why are you good? I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not you know. Uh... Yeah, I mean, probably that. <laughs> probably that uh, we'd be together forever, and uh, I would always treat her right, and I did neither of those, so what are you going to do? I wasn't great to her. Question three. What is the most public place you have ever masturbated? <laughs> in a Wawa bathroom. Bro, those are the dirtiest bathrooms in the world. Listen, dude, I was 14. And I had, like, a girlfriend at the time. Okay. So I had a girlfriend at the time, and we were, like, fooling around and stuff. But she wasn't making me come. And I felt uncomfortable because I knew what to say to her to be, like, all you had to do. All you have to do is this, and I will come. But I felt uncomfortable saying it to her. So we just, like, fooled around multiple times, and, like, I just never came. And I went to her house one time, and the same thing was happening. We were fooling around. And I had a baseball game that night, and I was a pitcher. So I had blue balls out the fucking ass. I could barely walk. And my mom came and picked me up, and she had, like, my uniform and shit. I was going directly from her house to the game, so I just said to her, like, yeah, I got to go to Wawa real quick. And I went into the Wawa, and I fucking beat off real quick in, like, five (laughs) minutes. And, like, with anyone, men out there, women... I don't know if they get blue balls. Uh, I've heard. I don't know. But men out there, you know that it doesn't immediately go away. Like, the pain lingers for several hours. Oh, wait. You're saying your balls actually hurt if you don't come? If, like, I'm worked up to a point where it's like I should be coming, yeah. I mean, you've never had blue balls? See, I've I've not come before plenty of times. And it, I don't it, want to say plenty. I, I normally come pretty. I literally never come. <laughs> I always come. <laughs> That's but what I do. Saying plenty implies that I, I always... You don't deserve my seed. <laughs> but I've not come before, but it didn't hurt my balls. I never had the actual like blue ball sensation that people talk about. Yeah, man. I, I've had it quite a bit. <laughs> Especially, well, not quite a bit. Now I'm the same page that you are. I don't want to say it like that. <laughs> but yeah, I've had it before, and uh, it's very painful. And then imagine like trying to pitch a game... Where you're literally lifting your leg up in there, <laughs> smacking your fucking balls up against your thigh and shit. Every time I'd throw a pitch, I was like screaming like, Ugh! 
<sighs> you sound like a tennis, a girl tennis player. <laughs> exactly. Dude. <Sound> like <laughs> fucking Serena out there. Well, no, Serena had a tough, had a tough scream. That was like I'll fuck you up scream, like an Anna Kornikova type of scream. Like eh. <laughs> one of those. Question four. Let's do it. How many people have you had sex with? You're under oath. This one gets people. Why? Because they don't feel comfortable putting it out there. Uh Uh-huh. Probably the same feeling you have right now. I'm just, like, delaying. I'm going to say it. Like, Uh it's just a matter of just want to add dramatic effect for the audience out there. (laughs) What will he do? Will he plead the fifth? Uh, Probably, like, uh, in the like, <clears throat> probably like I don't know twenty something, like twenty five or something like that. Okay. Give or take. The last question of Fleet the Fifth. This is going to be the worst one. It could be. It could be easy. Sometimes I I throw a softball in there. Who is the le- Who is the worst musician you know personally? You have to say their name. You just said all these things where you've jerked off. Talked about how many people you had sex with. Who do you know that just is terrible? And you can't say no one and you can't say yourself, by the way. Do you have you have a name in your mind that stuck out right away? No, I really don't. I'm trying to think. Like, I really don't. And it's not even on, like, some diplomatic type of shit. Like, I would have no problem saying it. I just, uh... Give me ten seconds. I might have to... I might have to drink. <laughs> I might have to drink. So you are going diplomatic here. Yeah, I'm, I might... Yeah, I might have to plead the fifth. I'm not going to talk negatively about anyone. Gotta chug the whole high noon. He pleaded the fifth. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Now, you did this to yourself, sir. I did. <laughs> First high noon down the hatch. Shout out to high noon. I gave you a black cherry. I thought <laughs> I thought you would be cool with black cherry. Chug, 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 chug. I'm gonna I'm gonna chug half of mine just because I feel bad. Uh, <sighs> How you feel about that? <clears throat> <clears throat> Pretty good. <laughs> Did you drink the whole thing? No, nah, I didn't. I'm a pussy. I got to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers again. High noon. Black shirt. Black and soda for your tasting pleasure. Cheers. Should be a sponsor. <laughs> Need a second. All right, let's. We can talk for a second while you, uh, oh, or do you, Jesus. or do you just need to, you need to relax. Nah, we're good. You don't need to scramble the eggs at nah, all. Nah, we're good. So have you ever had sex, like, based off of being a rapper? Like, has anyone ever? Um. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I started with the excuse me since ending with the whatever. I, I tried before. Uh-huh. When I was, uh, <laughs> when I was a senior, <clears throat> weird, uh. Like, the high school I went to, and I mean, you're from around here, so, like, a lot of, to the outside viewing audience, 
a lot of like high schools around here when we graduate during the summer, we'll go to like Wildwood and get a house and shit down there. So we're based out of, outside of Philadelphia for those that aren't aware. So we go to Jersey a lot. Wildwood, Jersey, Jersey Shore. And, uh, we had like a senior house with probably like 10 to 15 of my friends. And there was a, a condo full of girls from a high school, like O'Hara, uh-huh. which is a local high school. And they were coming over, and they were hanging with us. And I used to have the worst line ever, dude. By the way, O'Hara girls, just thinking of them, in my mind, they were always the hot ones. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't even know where O'Hara is, but they always had the hottest girls. I got arrested trying to meet a girl from O'Hara one time. Bro, I was like, I guess I was 15, and this was only like the third time I had been drinking. Yeah. And I did, like, fucking 13 or 14 shots of Smirnoff triple something. And I couldn't have weighed more than, like, 110 pounds at the time. So I was absolutely slammed. And I was, like, texting this girl at the time. And Mm -hmm. I don't even think if she was necessarily into me or not. We were just texting each other. And for whatever reason, she was at, like, the O'Hara Fair. And I was in Morton uh, on 420, like at that Wawa near there, near George, near George's music studio. I was yeah. probably like five minutes from George's music studio. And I decided to walk to Cardinal O'Hara High School to meet this girl at the O'Hara Fair. And yeah, on the way, I got picked up by cops and got arrested and got like an underage drinking and shit. Got dropped. We're clean, but... <laughs> Yeah, man, it was pretty rough. Wait, how did you use, try to use rap with her? Oh, no, that wasn't the rap. That was, I just we got, were just talking about Cardinal O'Hara uh, we, girls were so oh, yeah, fucking hot. Exactly, because, all right, so Cardinal O'Hara girls were in this condo next to us, and I came up with, or, or, I'm going to say so I don't sound shameless, somebody else came up with the idea that we would tell these girls that, like, yeah, like, this is Sean, like, he's a rapper. Is he, this high school? Yeah, this is, like, my senior summer. We decided we're going to tell these girls, like, yeah, this is Sean. Like, he just signed with Lil Wayne. Like, he just signed a contract (laughs) with Lil Wayne. So, bro, I was straight up. (laughs) All right. How do you act? How do you, like, give me the posture that you're obviously trying to show that you're a rapper. Like, you're just sitting there like that. You got to bite the lower lip and just give a little lean. And they're the ones talking. They're like... That's Sean over there. He just signed with Lil Wayne. And you're just like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> hey, you ladies, don't feel afraid. It's okay. I'm nice. I'm just a normal guy. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just like you. I'm I a just, regular person. But I signed with Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just, you know, no big deal. He's only, you know, Lil Wayne. Just stunt like my daddy. Exactly. But uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it didn't work, though. <laughs> it didn't work. Like I like kissed a couple of the girls there, but um, nah, it uh, they th- smelled it. They smelled your bullshit. Yeah, but I ended up actually getting cool with them afterwards, so it wasn't a big deal. But <clears throat> I mean, that night, <clears throat> <laughs> so so you still school, feel embarrassment right now? Nah. So in high school, because I'm, I'm going to talk about drugs right now to, to all the listening audience. Hold on. I gotta- all right. So let's get into drugs, huh? Wait, wait. <laughs> did you finish your beer yet? Because you lost plea the fifth, and we're just waiting for you to <laughs> milk it. All right. 
like a champ. All right, let's get into drugs. So, <laughs> you took a deep breath going. <laughs> to all the children out there, drugs are very bad. Um, nah, I, I, obviously we're joking around. We're having fun with it. We're talking like recreationally using, obviously. Um, Depends what you read to say. If you say Coke, I can't get behind it, but go on. Well, I have done. <laughs> well, Coke's the best one to do recreationally. <laughs> yeah, but like I hate myself when I do it because I come such. I haven't done it in a long time, but I become like such a pretentious douche. I just can't shut the fuck up, and I talk all the time, and like I play music, and I'm like, dude, this is the greatest thing ever. Are you fucking kidding me, Billy Joel? What? Like, so you switched to crack, huh? Exactly. <laughs> nah, I mean it's funny because like I was adamantly against. Pretty much everything, with the exception of weed and <laughs> hallucinogenics. Mushrooms. Well, acid. Oh, okay. um, I've never done acid. Mars really into mushrooms and acid. Well, yeah, she's really man. into mushrooms, definitely. Yeah, I've done shrooms a couple times. I've done acid more, though. That's my... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it. Yeah, I mean, I've had some pretty great times we could talk about that i mean i could talk about the first time like i ever tripped which was crazy i was at that's actually a funny story and i do want this on here um promote this kids so i was uh so that same senior summer well i'm not trying to jump all over the place but um all right so back to the o'hara girls so we can get that out of the way sexy, so sexy. our senior year a lot of my friends we got into taking ecstasy and we were doing like e bombs. And where'd you go to school, by the way? You keep saying I went to Bonner. That sucks. <laughs> where'd you go? I went to Ridley. It just because Bonner looks like Boner. So I mean, growing up, that must have sucked. Yeah, I mean, actually, that's probably funny for white guys. Like, yeah, ah, all guys school with a Boner. It's not original though. So like, when anyone would say it, it's just like, oh, never heard that one before, <laughs> dude. You fucking. Think of that yourself. Conjure <laughs> that up in your fucking great brain you got, man. Um, nah, but like we were fucking around with ecstasy a little bit. And uh, yeah, I mean, that night when we were at the shore, like when I was talking to them girls and telling them that I was signed to Lil Wayne, which wasn't true. We um, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> you were in high school. There could not have been a more blatant lie told in the history of lies <laughs> being told. And, uh, so we all, like, uh, a couple of my buddies brought, like, I think, like, 40 of them down there with them. And they're gonna, this was a brilliant plan of theirs, which <laughs> I think ended after, like, a week. They're gonna sell them throughout the summer, and that was gonna keep them going. And then it's like, if you do the math, they were, like, $30 a pop, like, $40, $30, and these kids were staying down there the entire summer. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't working out. But we did them that day, and the thing is, when doing ecstasy, or at least the shit we are doing, the next day, you would want to die. Like, you, all the fucking serotonin or whatever in your brain would just be shot beyond belief and you would have no motion whatsoever, at least with me. So like the next day after partying with all them girls, I'm sitting on the deck and Mm -hmm. I'm like contemplating like, should I jump off this deck or not? (laughs) And these girls are walking down the street and they're like, Sean, hey, Sean, what's up? What are you doing? Let's hang out. Let us come over. And I was just like, 
and walked back into the fucking house yeah. and like went and laid down. Like it was just I had no motion whatsoever. I didn't sleep the night before. I was going on like fucking thirty eight hours straight. Like it was just so that'll fuck you up. I wouldn't do ecstasy, you know, to any of the uh <laughs> any of the children out there. I did shrooms and whenever I did shrooms I always had that same kind of hangover where I just like I felt like I was like it's a huge haze where you don't feel like you're yourself at all. Yeah. Like you're just like you're uncomfortable in your own skin and you're like, Am I like you feel like everything's on like mute almost where you're mm-hmm. just like mm. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that's just from whatever chemicals in your brain are getting released, and it's just, it's so intense. I did shrooms probably like, <clears throat> maybe like two months ago, and uh, what did I do? I'm trying to think if I did anything cool. I don't really think I did, though. I think like, see, I like tripping alone mm. because I can be weird. Like, I can be myself. I can be what I want to trip with. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'll sit there and I'll play guitar or I'll try to make beats. Like, sometimes I'll just watch movies and shit or Mm -hmm. something or just listen to music, which I do pretty much the whole time. And, like, I enjoy doing it with other people, but when you're with someone else, you kind of have, like, you guys got to, like, delegate on what you're going to do. Like, I can be with someone, and then I'm just like, yo, I'm going to turn on this Pink Floyd song. Hope you dig it. Free Bird every time. Free Bird, it, yo, literally. I Hold up. I, the, the shrooms that I'm talking about, I, like, did it twice, and the first time that I did it, I was listening to Free Bird, and I was legit like, dude, this is the greatest fucking guitar solo ever made. I don't know how this guy is doing this. Me and my buddy, so when I grew up, I had, like, the party house in high school, right? Yeah. The basement. My brother also had a room in the basement, and then the rest of it was, like, an open basement that was finished. We would all drink there, play beer pong and stuff. One night I had a party, but me and my buddy took shrooms. So when you take shrooms, we were just trying to relax, listen to fucking Free Bird, and just we were just laying on the bed like it was a king-size bed, so we were, like, far enough apart, but we felt like we were, like, miles apart, right? And my one buddy's job was only to do, all he had to do was play Free Bird the whole time. Every time he's like, all right, it's ending. What are we going to do next? He's like, free bird. Like, exactly, free bird. You're melting into the couch. And all the girls are outside, like out in the other room because it's a bedroom set apart from the basement. Yeah. They're just like drinking, playing beer games. And we're just in there listening to free bird. So the, <laughs> what are you guys doing in there? <laughs> so we're, we're just fucking, I mean, obviously, if I was, a, Scared, if I was the man. person that was there to like meet guys and stuff, I'd be pissed too. So Join my buddy's like, party, baby. my buddy's like, yeah, I got it. Like, the girls want to leave. Like, and the, he was their ride. So he's like, Yeah, so we're going to go. I was like, All right, just put free burn on repeat, right? <laughs> so you go, he put, he he's like, All right. And as soon as it ends, he puts on do hust on repeat. Oh my do, God. Do hust. And then turns off the light. And then me and Turbo, my buddy Turbo, were too fucked up to move. So we're like, No! Like, we're right <laughs> in the middle of a trip. But we were too scared. And we both couldn't get up. <laughs> These crazy German guys <laughs> are infecting my brain. And it goes, doo, doo. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so don't listen to do hust and do shrooms. No, nah, man, I'll tell you, uh, the first time that I like legitimately tripped on acid, this was because I took like a half a hit once or twice before then. And, uh, oh, black cherry's good. Sorry, uh, yeah, it is good. I was going down the shore. And uh, this is the same summer that I've been referencing for the past 30 Best minutes. summer of your life? Yeah. 
Yeah, it definitely was. Um, <laughs> you were signed, little Wayne signed you, so you can't, you mean, it's a good signing. <laughs> yeah, for a night. <laughs> it was a glorious night, folks. I'll tell you. Matter Kiss. of fact, let me tell you, Ben. Nah. <laughs> Kiss a couple girls. I mean, it's, it's a win-win. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely cool. Um, until the next morning when they wanted to hang out again, and I... But yeah, so I was going down the shore again and we had been like evicted from our house at this point. Like they did that to a lot of people. Like there was another group of friends of mine. They got evicted by like July 4th. I mean, they only had the house for like three weeks and there, I mean, we were throwing parties in there all the time. <clears throat> so that was happening. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, so I was going down to like another group of friend of mine's house and I had four hits of acid and it was like, all right, I'm going to do it one day and then I'm going to do it another day. My parents were going down there at the same time. They were staying at like my aunt and uncle's house. So they were just like, okay, we'll drive you down there. Mm-hmm. And on the way down there, I'm planning out like this, you know, planning it out in my head where I'm like, okay, when we get like 20 minutes away, I'm going to put the first hit of acid in my mouth in the car. With your parents. Yeah, with my parents. And I'm just going to let it chill under my tongue, hang out. And then by the time I get to this house, I'll be like 20, 30 minutes in. I'll start to feel it. And then the trip will get going. Traffic. So I took this hit and I put it in my mouth and... Maybe like 20, maybe 15 minutes went by. And my mom just goes, you know what, Joe? My dad's name, probably whatever. Shout out my man. Um, He's like, you know what, Joe? You think we can go to the Rio Grande Mall real quick? So you're just like, yeah, sure. And I just, my eyes got wide in the back. I'm just like, what? (laughs) We agreed on a certain plan. And I started trying to talk to him, like, why don't you guys go tomorrow or something? You know, we just had a long ride down here and all this stuff. And he's like, nah, where's going now? So we went there, and I walked into this place. I was like, all right, I'm going to use a bathroom. And I had my headphones on, and, like, Meek Mill just put out a project this exact day uh, called Dream Chasers, and there was a song called Tony Story on there that was just, like, the greatest thing I'd ever heard at that point. And I remember putting it on my headphones and walking to the bathroom, and shit just got in slow motion. And I, I just started walking in what felt like slow motion. And I was like, all right, I need to collect myself. And got back into the car. I got to the house. I got through scot-free. My parents weren't aware of the fact that I was tripping on a very, very potent hallucinogen at the time. And we got to the house, and it was only like three or four of us. And we decided, all right, we're going to watch Anchorman. Let's watch mm. Anchorman. Solid movie, Ron Burgundy. And there's a scene in it where he, like, he's sleeping with Christina Applegate, and he goes, like, you know, I'm going to take you to Pleasure Town. Oh, we're going. And it's this whole animated scene. And I legit remember, like, all of my friends, right when this scene was about to happen, they all just stared at me real quick, like, because they knew this was about to happen. And I just remember going, oh, 
my God. <laughs> <laughs> and getting sucked into the fucking television screen. And no bullshit, dude. I was in Pleasure Town for like a minute and a half <laughs> for the duration of the scene. I felt like I was there. Like, it felt like the wall behind me just shot back like 30 feet. Like, I started moving back and then I fucking went into the screen. It was it's pretty wild. Bro, did you ever do triple C's? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Core seating? Yeah. So core seating, don't do this, kids. I used to take too much, like, where I should have died, probably. Like, I would take multiple boxes. I remember one time, I took it, and I was like, you know it would be fun to watch, like, a Dis- not uh, like an animated movie? Yeah. Horton Hears a Who. You ever see that movie? <laughs> the beginning scene is where a, somebody blows, like, a wish, one of those, and a little, and it follows this one part of the wish. Yeah. And it follows all the way down to where Horton is. Bro, after that, I said... I, I, I was that wish. I said, I, I said I can't do this, and I just went and laid in bed. I was like, I'm done. Nah, <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking, I can't do this anymore. Bro, you ever see the movie Natural Born Killers? No. Um, wait, explain it a little bit. It's... Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Woody Harrelson, um, Juliette Lewis. But anyway, it's like the trippiest fucking movie ever. And the first time I seen it, I was on acid, and I could not believe what I was watching because it's just Quentin Tarantino wrote it. I he love did, Quentin he, Tarantino. That's his guy. God man. damn it, he's that's so good. What's your favorite Tarantino movie? Oh, there's so many fucking good ones. I know. Jesus Christ. Um, what's the one with uh, Jules, who's played by uh, what guy with the ponytail? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is my favorite. And then Django Unchained. I love Django Unchained. I can watch that a million times. I feel... It hurts watching it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's such a good movie, though. God it's, damn it. I know. Such... It sucks because it's like an incredibly written and well-acted movie. Yeah. And it's like, they all fucking kill it. And I guess you just got to get over it. And but Jamie like, Foxx has got a huge dick. I don't know about that. Does he have I, I turn dick? away every time because the first time I saw it, I said, that's too big of a dick to have. Is it really? Too big of a dick. How did you see this? Was it like a nude of him leaked or something? In Django? No. In Django Unchained, he's tied upside oh, down. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, his dick goes below. Do like, they show his dick? Yeah, full frontal. The dick goes, he's hanging upside down and goes past his belly button. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> congratulations to this guy. I mean, I, I can't look at my dick ever again. Not only are you a phenomenal actor, singer, and comedian, you got that too. Good I, I, for you, Jamie. I think he has... Those other talents because the dick is big. Yeah, I mean, you know, you exude that type of confidence yeah, that can give you all those other abilities. A little bit you know? of BDE. Yeah, I mean. Congratulations to him. I'd probably, uh, I don't know. I like uh, I like Inglorious Bastards a lot. Oh, my God. Oh, what's his name? Christoph Waltz is fucking, fucking amazing. Kills in that movie. He kills Jeez. it in Django, too, for yeah, that matter. Yeah, he's really fucking. I think the best movie he's been in, though, is Inglorious Bastards. That was yeah, he's fucking nasty. And I, <laughs> bingo. That's a bingo. <laughs> That's a bingo. God I, damn it, he's good. It? He's so good. I like Kill Bill Volume 1. Too. I've never watched Kill Bill. <laughs> Dude, you got to watch it. I know. I just get, I can't get past the fact that girls can beat up guys. Is that sexist a little bit? It's probably a little bit sexist. Well, she has a sword, though. So, Do none of the other guys have swords? She doesn't really beat up guys. Well, no, I mean, like, it's more of, like, a revenge movie. Like, all of the people that she kills, it's not like she's overpowering. Well, all, all the movies are revenge movies with him. Yeah, they pretty much are. Yeah, they're all, like, <laughs> fantasy revenge movies where they kill the violence. Nazis, they kill slave owners, you know what I mean? They're yeah. all revenge. 
Pulp Fiction, I guess not so much. I, I think later, but if Pulp, so he said he would only do 10 movies. If Kill Bill takes up two of those, I'm going to be pissed. Cause he's talking, fuck- he might do a third one he was talking about. Oh God, he, the, he's too good not to keep going. But he's always said he'll only do ten, and that will fucking... and that'll start getting into writing. Which I wish he would do both, because I, I know he wrote a novel for uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the last I've film. I've never that seen he did. it. I want to see it so bad. That's a solid movie. It needs man. to be on Netflix. Netflix, please put this out there. What are you doing, Netflix? Too- I, know, I know you guys are going broke right now <laughs> from investing all that money in those movies, but, you know, come on. They, they keep getting, when I joined, it was $5 a month. Now it's $16 a month. Is it 16 Maybe it's even 18 16 I don't even know. It just gets taken directly out of my account. I don't even fucking know at this point. The past couple months, I've been looking at, my withdrawals have been nonstop. Like, I'm like, what? they just are charging me, you know, motherfucker. But I want to get, like, that app that deals with uh, all the subscriptions that you have. Because yeah. I have so fucking many, it's insane. Like, there's got to be at least, like, every month, 100 to $150 taken out just in shit I'm subscribed to. I pay monthly for Zoom. Dude. For interviews that I could do on Zoom, I've yeah, only done I, one. I've seen the uh, with the uh, the boys. I, I don't know their last name. Uh, the not Easy try- Boys, yeah. Yeah, not not trying to disrespect you guys. I just didn't remember your first name, but I seen you doing that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, they're amazing. They're funny, but I can't talk to people like I talk to you in person. Yeah, and it takes away from the content. But I love their videos. Like I, I really like. I love farts. Like I fucking find them <laughs> hilarious. And those these dudes. Put out fart videos like nobody else. If you do not find farts funny, there is something seriously wrong with you. Yeah. What What do you find funny then? <laughs> what could be funnier? All right. Farts. Sick, sick children. You know, you know what's weird that I find funny that nobody else does? When I throw up, I laugh. I think throwing up is the second funniest thing you do with your body besides farting. I don't know if I laugh. I'm, I'm usually like, Ugh, thank you, God. Thank see, you. See, I'm cr- my... Tears are coming out. Tears are coming out, and I'm laughing. So if you ever see me really drunk and I'm throwing up, I look almost psychotic to the normal brain because I'm throwing up, (laughs) crying, and I'm cracking up the whole time because I find it so – I think it's the noise, the way, like, your body's so vulnerable. I don't – I just find the weirdest shit funny, but – Bodily functions pretty much on a whole are funny. Yeah. I mean, mean, prolapse anuses are always good. Let me – Retract that <laughs> statement from so, the record, Your Honor. So spitting, I find I'll throw up every time I show a video of people spitting. Yeah, I, I'm not into that in any way, shape, or form. You, have you ever spit in somebody's mouth during sex? I was asked to. And did you? Yeah. Were they black or white? <laughs> they were black. Did they spit back into your mouth? No, God no. <laughs> I was I was over top, and I just heard. Spit in my mouth, daddy. <laughs> I was like, what? I legit said, what? Like, and it caught me off guard, and they're just like, yeah, do it. And I was like, oh, all right, well, I'm not trying to ruin the mood, so. Did you hawk? No, you just... God, no, I was just like. And, I and felt... she caught it? Yeah. Listen, dude, I'm not into it at all. <gasps> Believe me. like I'm I... really. It's gross. It's like... absolutely gross. How is it you're gagging off of that when you just watched I can watch the most fucked up videos in the world. For some reason, spit. I find it so repulsive. I can't even watch people. Like, if my girl's brushing her teeth. She has to when sit. She, it spits the. I can't watch somebody brush their teeth. Yeah. It disgusts me. Anything with spit, go in the other fucking room. No, I agree. I'm, I'm not into that in any way. Like, you can piss in my mouth, shit in my mouth. I'm not into it. I want to throw off from it. You spit my mouth once, 
I will destroy you as a person. I'll throw up all over myself. There's also like the disrespect, like in the background. It's like spitting on someone is the most disrespectful thing you can possibly. And then suddenly, when it's in sex, it's fine. It makes no sense. I know. (laughs) Please, hawk one on me. Like what? It makes no fucking sense. So you've had sex with black girls. I'm guessing white girls. Yeah, I have spanned the globe. Have you done Asian? Yeah. Uh, Hispanic. Yeah. Native American. I, I half. Okay, so that's most white girls. Egyptian. Oh, Egyptian's not That's not Native American. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> that's like I Middle think Eastern. She was like half. I think she had like an Indian father. What was the best pussy you ever had? Like race wise. White. White. Yeah. Congratulations, white. We win again. <laughs> Sean loved all my white ladies out there. All right. I still love you. I'll I'll always love you, baby. <laughs> nah, yeah. I mean I don't know. <laughs> One girl I was sleeping with who was black. She's right up there, but probably white, yeah. What? So do you by the way, do you perform in like crowds? Have you like performed? <clears throat> yeah. What's like the smallest crowd you've ever performed for? <laughs> I got asked to do a show. This was 2014, maybe. I got asked to do a show in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> a girl... Were you living around here at that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, How did they find you? Well, a girl that I knew who I was friendly with, um, she had a brother, and I knew him too, but I knew her, like as opposed to like I met him and met her, I met her and met him. Uh, he was going to University of North Carolina at Charlotte, mm-hmm. and he was on, like, I don't know, some type of board that was, like, organizing events, and I was putting music out at that time, and he hit me up and was just like, yo, like, I'm putting together this show, and, you know, I know you make music, so it would be cool if you could come. It would be a paid show. I got paid $500 for it. Like, it was sweet. So we went there for like the weekend. It was me and three of my buddies. Shout out to Steve, Scott, Deke. Um, Whitest names ever were going. Oh, no. Scott and Deke are both black. Scott and Deke are black? Last names or first names? Sadiq. What about Scott? Yeah. <laughs> Flight school Scott, baby. <laughs> Hollywood Scott. I love you, man. I hope you see There's that. a black guy with the first name Scott. Yeah, man. Wow. I didn't know there was black Scots. We're going. Well, he he's he's Scott. I mean, he, um, <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I'm saying yeah, I don't know I any mean, black Scots, but you you know a black Scott. But go on. Yeah, I mean, I it's probably the only one I know. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Probably the only one in existence. No, nah, there's probably a lot of black Scots out there. Uh, but, uh, maybe not. But uh, <laughs> either way, shout out to uh, Trap Lord Bernard right there. Um, he um so yeah, us three went to uh, North Carolina. And we left, like, Friday night, maybe, like, midnight or some shit like that. And we drove through Virginia. We drove the whole morning. Like, we drove 10 hours. And we got North Carolina maybe, like, 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And this was on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I was performing. And I was, like, drinking before (laughs) we were performing and shit. And we got up there. I had a 30-minute set. And... It was this this spring fest, I'm pretty sure it was called. It was like this whole festival that they had going on with a bunch of performances. And it was like in this stadium 
where there was a, a lower level and an upper level that kind of went around like a like a mall or like almost as if it was like a mall. Like there was a second floor, and all this shit was going on on the second floor, like uh, games and I, I don't know, carnies, I guess, whatever <laughs> the fuck, and. The stage was on the first floor, though, and we went up, and there was legit no one there. <laughs> there was legit no one. Ex- so, like, just explore the area. just like, And we're in a big, like, arena, too. Like, this probably could hold, like, a couple thousand people. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me and my guy, Steve, and Scott and Deke. And uh, Scott is DJing, and Deke was uh, recording it. And Steve, that was like my hype man, and he had the mic. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was, like, literally no one there. But there was a – hold up. There was a couple girls, like, in the last seats of the bleachers, like, legit 50 yards away. <laughs> and I was performing a song, and they started – they, like, stood up and started dancing or something. So me and Steve were both like, yo, come on up. Yeah. Come on up. And they got right up in front, and they were dancing and shit. And we were just like, yes. Yeah. So ended up, like, three or four people watched us. <laughs> But I think people really were watching us because when I got done, there was a like a decent amount of applause. So I yeah. guess there was people up there watching us. But through, I wish I could, <laughs> I wish I had the footage because it's just like throughout the entire show. Every time I get done a song, I'm cracking up. I'm just like, dude, there's no one here right now. <laughs> like, dude, what is this? And I'm just like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna say whatever. And I just start talking random shit. There's, like, cops there, and I had a song where I'm basically saying, fuck cops, and I, like, pointed the middle finger directly at them and fuck shit. Fuck the police. Yeah, like, it, it was a whole situation. It was fun, though. It was fun. So, you talked about the smallest crowd you ever played for. What's the biggest crowd? Uh, Probably, like, maybe, like, 100, 150 people. Were you more... I don't want to say nervous. Were you, like, more... Uncomfortable with the small crowd or the big crowd? I'm uncomfortable always. <laughs> like, I get the worst anxiety when I'm about to perform or do anything music-related. So I get nervous re- fucking regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like, I guess it's just like anxiety because it's like, all right, I'm about to do this. I'm about to get on stage. But once I get into it, that all goes away. And I get into like a fucking zone where I don't even think like Mm -hmm. I'm just in the pocket. I know what I'm performing. I'm doing my thing and, and it just works out. But I I don't really think there's a difference in nerves because I I get them really. I I had nerves before I came here. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, cause I want to present myself in a positive way because I care about my music so much. So it is what it is, man. I mean, whether it's a, I don't know. I would imagine the anxiety would be worse if you're performing in front of a stadium full of 30,000 people than yeah. like if you're in, you know, performing in front of five people. But either way, I mean, I, I get a little nervous. I care about this shit. I want to perform well. I want people to fuck with me. So, you know. Yeah. So like right before we did, I did the live show, right? I'm always nervous. Even before I get here, I'm nervous because I don't even know why. Yeah. I just get nervous. It's just anxiety. And I don't show it. I'm yeah. not, like, my girl never notices it. But before the live show, I was, like, stressing out because I stress before this, but I can control certain factors here, like yeah. the lighting, the TV, all these things I can control a little bit more. Yeah. 
before the live show, I, I couldn't control anything. I was like, it's in somebody else's hands. Yeah, you're at the mercy of someone else. So I was like, well, I, I know I'm pretty good at what I do, but I don't know if anyone else can match what I do yeah. with their work ethic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was the first time she's like, she's like, you seem really anxious. Are you okay? I was like, well, I'm always actually anxious. But I just play it, I play it off really, really well where you don't notice it. I don't bring up, like, what I feel a lot. I kind of just always kind of, like, mellow and cool and relaxed. Tuck it down, baby. I'm Irish, bro. I just fucking dunk that shit in. So am I, man. (laughs) (laughs) What's that, Jameson? Down my throat? (laughs) Push it down a little further, baby. Yeah, but that was the first time she was like, you seem, like, really on edge. I'm like, well, there's just things I can't control. Yeah. Other places I can control what I do and set. I mean... What I say, I really can't control. I have no idea what I'm going to say half uh, the time. Th- yeah, it just goes. And when she, when I come home like tonight, she's going to say, what did you guys talk about? I go, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'll be like, I, I think uh, at one point we talked about drugs. I don't know. There was like a minute where we were discussing prolapsed anuses, I yeah. believe. So I really don't know what I talk about. I go home and I edit, and it takes at least a week to edit everything yeah. I've, I've said and done. It takes a long time because all the clips and everything. Yeah. So... She's especially, like, especially with our thirty piss breaks. That yeah, are in there. she's like, "What did you talk?" Schultz said, "What did you talk about?" Like, wait until I edit. I can tell you what we talked about then. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what I I don't know what I say ever. Like, imagine the conversation you had two weeks ago with somebody. Yeah, I mean, especially when it's like is uh, as long as these conversations are, because like uh, what I've seen, like most of the ones you do are like an hour and a half at least. You know, a lot minimum. of them like two hours exactly, hour and a half minimum. Because people can put their guard up for about half hour, 45 minutes. After that, usually when I play a game like Don't Look Away, <laughs> they kind of go, you know what, I'll talk. If, if he's showing prolapse anuses. <laughs> and then I throw Plead the Fifth out there, they're like, well, I can talk about anything now. Yeah. If they're fucking showing prolapse anuses. Yeah, I couldn't shit on <laughs> I couldn't shit on any rappers, dude. I had to plead the fifth. I, I get a lot of people with who you know personally kind of questions. Because they go, oh, shit, I can't say that. Normally, uh, how many people have you had sex with? That gets a lot of rappers. I don't know if it's because... What, because they like don't want to seem... Like, they want to portray an image that they're out here, like, banging all these girls. I don't really know if it's... Haven't. I don't know if it's because they want to act like they've had sex with a lot of people, or they have had sex with and a lot of people. And they don't want to put it out there. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit of both. And, I, I mean, hey, if you want to have sex with a lot of people, go for it. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know... So you've talked about how you've had you do producing, rapping, and instruments. You're your own. You're going down to Georgia, going against the devil, right? You're Charlie Daniel Band. What's the thing you're best at that you can be the devil at? So are you gonna play uh, the fiddle? Or? Nah, he's getting bars right at his motherfucking <laughs> face. I talk about the devil in my music a lot. Actually, I do sucks. Fuck out of here. Um. Yeah, he, he's just getting dissed immediately to his face. I'm talking about his pitchforks and, uh, you know, his fucking dumb, pointy ears and yeah. how he sucks and, yeah. you know, shit like that. So he's just getting an onslaught of personal attacks at the mm. fact that he's like, you know, he sucks. Like, God kicked you out, homie. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel. So you're also in a different type of music. We talked about your favorite rappers. What's, like, your favorite musical artist? Like three. Let's just go with three. Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin. Uh, well, let me do four. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll do four. Let me do five. P- 
Pink right. Floyd. Number one? Yeah. Okay, let's go Pink. one to five then. All right, Pink Floyd, Metallica, Led Zeppelin, Megadeth, and I had a fifth one that came to my mind real quick. Are you going to put a rapper in the top five? No, because I thought we were just talking like just outside. all together, all together. Yeah, we're we're combining all of them. So top five, everything. Hmm. It could be country. It could be rap. It could be rock. It could be disco. I don't know what the fuck you're into. The only rapper that would probably end up in there is probably Jadakiss. Other than that, it would be rock bands. It's like, it's weird, man, because like I love hip hop and, and I would never like attempt to do something else. Like I write guitar riffs all the time and like mm-hmm. metal type of music, but I keep it to myself because like there's a stigma, especially with someone like MGK where it's like white mm-hmm. dudes just get into hip hop so they can ultimately cross over to rock and shit like that. So I would never do something like that, but at the same time, it's like, I'm into rock music. I fucking mm. love it, and there's really nothing I can do about it. To I'm not going to stop listening to it. I'm not going to stop loving it. So, I mean, we'll throw Jadakiss in that fifth spot. Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Metallica. Uh, I said a fourth band. I, Megadeth, and uh, and we'll throw Jadakiss in that. So do you wish you were a better singer then? Like, Do you wish you were a rocker instead of a rapper? <laughs> Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. There's there's times that because, like, I play guitar and I look up to so many guitarists, it, it's kind of like an even thing because it's like I'll listen to rappers and they'll be so incredible that it just makes me not even want to do it anymore. I'll just mm-hmm. be like, dude, I'm not capable of doing that. Like, what the fuck was that? I look at these people like they're aliens. And the same goes with rock and roll. Like, I, I, I hear... You know, specifically, the fifth band, I was going to say, Pantera, baby. Shout out to Dimebag <laughs> Daryl. Had to do that one time. He's the greatest guitar player ever. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, w- I would probably stick with rapping just because, like, uh, playing the guitar, I, I-, I think it's... Like, I like the idea of me creating words... Mm-hmm. And it's my thoughts and it's my life and I'm putting it into this whole narrative and I'm putting it over a beat and I'm turning it into a song as opposed to letting my emotions come through the guitar. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I fucking love the guitar and, you know, if I could play solos like fucking Eddie Van Halen or something like that, I would give, I don't want to say my soul, but, like, I would give just about anything to be able to play that well, but... I feel the same way with rapping, like, but I'm better at rapping than I am at playing instruments, so maybe that's where, like, it would probably lean a little bit towards, like, the, the rock thing, but it's not that I, I, I've wanted to be a rapper my entire life, and it's been an obsession of mine, so mm. I would never say the guitar thing is more than that, but I think because I feel like I'm capable as a rapper, whereas I feel like I'm not as capable as a guitar player, I might want that a little more, you know what I mean? So who do you think is the best frontman of all time? Hmm. I already have my number one in my head. 
All right, well, can I take a guess on who you're going to say? Yeah, you can guess. Let me get like two or three tries, though, because... You can get two. I'll give you three. Are you going to say Freddie Mercury? Goddamn right I'm going to say Freddie. I know you're going to say Freddie Mercury. You can't be better than Freddie Mercury as a front man. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I mean, the showmanship, the voice, the... Everything he was fucking. He would have that crowd eaten out of the fucking oh, palm of man. his hand. So I used to have this thing, rounding towards the end of this. But I used to have this thing where, when I was single, I would ask girls this. I would say, if you can be, if you can go back in time to five concerts, ever like, but you can only you can go back in, in time. So say you want to go to Johnny Cash, Fall in Prison. Yeah. You can go inside the prison when he's playing Fall in Prison. But you can only go there. You can't leave the prison. You can't go outside of the confines of the prison. It's just you are there to listen to Johnny Cash play. So wh- let's go with three. What's your three best I'll, concerts of I'll all give, time? I'll give you five. All right. All right, so, well, let's get the rap out of the way. The Up and Smoke tour with Eminem, Snoop Dogg, Dr. My Trey, brother got to see that. Ice Cube Diddy? Yeah. Where do you say it, in Philly? Like at the, yeah. I guess it would be the Spectrum at that time? Probably, yeah. That, I remember uh, he. I remember when he went to go see that. It was like he had he bleached his hair blonde and all yeah. that. Like I was, like, he I'm, was the real Slim Shady. He, uh, it's the worst. But yeah, <laughs> he he like, yeah he he got to see like the best show probably of best rap show of all time. He yeah, say definitely it. one of them. Yeah, um, probably Pink Floyd during the Wall tour. Um. Metallica, Seattle, 1989, a specific show that I watch all the time. Probably Led Zeppelin, Madison Square Garden, 1973. And uh, probably like the Hard Knock Life Tour when it was like Jay-Z, DMX, and Ja Rule and all those guys. There's a lot of shows, man. My fucking dad talks to me about all the shows that he's seen, and I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? What like, my dad never went to a concert before me. Never? And I I used to take... We haven't been in a while because Corona and stuff. Yeah. But I used to buy us tickets like... I go I go to concerts all the time. My dad, too. So that's cool. Yeah. Let's, get, let's shake it up for that. Let's yeah, fuck it. We saw Leonard Skinner. We saw... Um, we saw so many... ACDC. We saw a lot of bands. We saw AC, how fucking loud were they? They were crazy. We were right up front. It wasn't with... Um, Brian May it was with uh, Axel Rose. Yes, yeah. It was still real. He he like he was really good at mimicking. Yeah, the voice of Brian May. So it was fucking great. I saw Guns and Roses in 2016 when they came back on like their. Uh, I can't believe I didn't name Guns and Roses. Um, when they came back on like the reunion tour, I seen them in 2016. They fucking destroyed, dude. Yeah. They fucking destroyed. Jeez, we're over here fucking. Boy banding out. Well, not boy band. Boy. <laughs> man banding. Man banding out. <laughs> so let's get into the promotion aspect. Is there anything you would like to promote? If there is, there's a camera right there. Make sure you uh, spell out your handles and all those good things. Yeah, man. I mean, I appreciate you for having me on here. Loving them what podcast. It's fucking great, man. Anyone out there you're trying to get on, you know, do it. Um, right now, man, I'm working on an EP that is being produced uh, by a local Philly producer named Hank McCoy, really talented dude. And me and him have been working on it, man. We got some songs on the way, and I got a whole idea for a project and a name and everything, and we're going to start rolling that out. I'm putting out new music next week. I'm going to start promoting that tomorrow. Um, 
Yeah, man. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the conversation. You followed along. If you want to follow me on any of the socials, it's at Shawnee Music, S-H-A-W-N-E Music, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all the same. I got music on all the streaming platforms. Go check that out. And uh, yeah, man, I hope you guys enjoyed your time. If you made it through this far, hopefully you, uh, you know, Hopefully the prolapsed anuses were not too much for you, and we uh, and we got you on our good sides. That's what we're hoping for. Always be on the good side of a prolapsed anus, right? Yeah, I mean you don't you don't want to be on the bad side. No, not. I guess the inside would be the good side. So inside, good side. That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> I can't believe that video exists. I still, bro, you have to. That. I I gotta I gotta find that video every day of my life and just show it to people because. The world needs to see somebody pulling the. It was like it was like Mortal Kombat. They pulled the anus out of her and then shoved it back over here. <laughs> Fucking scorpion her ass. Oh my out. god! It was, oh. So um, I want to thank Shawnee again for coming on. Um, Prolapse anuses. Thank you. <laughs> so upcoming guests we got podcasters Kyle Mack and Stormy P. You've seen Stormy a million times. After that, comedians Driz and Tata Sharice. I think is her last name. After that, we got uh, Power Lifter Caribbean Muscles. Cool. Big motherfucker. After that, another podcaster, Jax. Then Erotic Boudoir is coming back on. We have personal trainer Kim Harari, who's like supposed to be the best personal trainer in Philly. After that, we got Sip on What, a blogger who goes around and drinks beer. I mean, and it's going to be her wedding week. So right before she gets married, she can come on here and drink with us. And then after it's that, we ba- got... It's her uh, bachelorette party. Yeah, and after that, we got influencer uh, Malik Joe, who's got, like, millions and millions of followers on TikTok. And Shit. Yeah, he's, like, a big deal around Philly, apparently. Uh, I watch all his videos. They're all hilarious. But, uh... Shit, thank you again for coming on. Dude, I, I appreciate you having it me. It was fucking really, fun, huh? It was really fun. It was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Prolapse anus. Prolapse anuses always work. They're always a fun time. Take it. Good night.